don't tend to look at technology for technology's sake. We look at how that's impacting who we are as people, what our social habits are, what our consumption habits are, you know, how that will inform how we will educate ourselves and be educated, etc. So there is real utility and thinking and research and rigour behind how we look at how technology and digital informs anything. Welcome to Digital 99s. I'm your host, Elisa Parker. Digital 99s highlights the amazing work being done by women in IT and marketing. EpiServer has created this series to celebrate digital leaders who are truly transforming their fields. Today we meet Natalie Gross, Chief Executive Officer of Amaze. She has led a number of research projects in the area of technology and human behavior, including a five-year study into emerging generations of digital natives. Natalie, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're currently doing at Amaze? I've been uh, working in the digital industry for about 17 years. I joined Amaze uh, with a marketing background and uh, prior to that I worked in higher education and marketing. So I uh, started with Amaze uh, to, do, to be their marketing manager and I worked in new business for a while and I then really found my home in pitch and um, really moved up the leadership ranks um, helping to support one company buyout in 2007 and taking over as chief exec in 2011 and then uh, leading the buyout uh, of Amaze into St. Ives Group PLC in 2013. So been on a, a, a pretty long and um, really varied and interesting journey with Amaze. It sounds like it, Natalie. How has the tech industry evolved in that time and what challenges have you had to overcome as a result of these changes? We've really come through a very interesting time because when I first started at Amaze, we were only really just starting to do our, our first commercial websites. And it was at a point where brands were, were really grappling with what is the role of a website for my brand and, and what should I do with it and, and how is it additive to my communications programs. And it was only really the trailblazers in terms of the dot-coms who were obviously using digital and technology as their core business for what were traditional businesses, websites were very new. And, and we've obviously been on that journey since, um, social media, mobile, and, and now, and increasingly things around um, Internet of Things and more digital and technology is experiential and, and even more pervasive in our lives. You know, the world has changed beyond recognition uh, from, from a social perspective, education perspective and, and commercial perspective really since we started. So it's been, um, that's been really interesting. And I think, you know, if I, whenever I summarize where digital and technology has come from for business and the change that we've seen, it, it's been very much going from additive to core. So it's something when we started, it'd be a comms campaign and then you'd add on, or add on digital. That's been one big change because obviously now it's absolutely core. And the other thing that we've seen certainly over the last few years is that it's gone from additive to difference. So it's not just doing the same thing using digital technology. It's actually changing the way that you look after your people, the, the way that you communicate your product, and, and obviously indeed the way that you produce your product and services. Natalie, I've read that Amaze was spun out of the Learning Methods Unit at Liverpool John Morris University, a unit formed as a means for exploring how digital and emerging new media change the ways people learn and communicate. How does this influence your approach to creating digital strategies for your clients? So... 
Coming out of a, a university, but also a research base of a university, is absolutely integral to our brand. Um, we have a brand statement which is all about to inspire original thinking through a deeper understanding of technology and human behaviour. And really that fascination with technology and human behaviour is absolutely critical to our brand and something that's really important. We, we don't tend to look at technology for technology's sake. We look at how that's impacting who we are as people, what our social habits are, what our consumption habits are, you know, how that will inform how we will educate ourselves and be educated, etc. So there is real utility and thinking and research and rigour behind how we look at how technology and digital informs anything. We're fascinated naturally by research and academia. That's a big part of our brand. And that manifests itself in the way that we think. Um, so we spend a lot of time in terms of making sure we've got the right toolkits that will support our people to think um, in more original ways as per our purpose statement. And we, we invest in tools and um, IP around that sort of thing. We also invest in research programs, again, to really understand what is making people behave in different ways. Um, and that really plays back to uh, academic rigor. And, and, you know, I think that it's nice because we, we're obviously a people industry, but we we employ people from so many different backgrounds and, and so many different disciplines go into making up a digital solution. Um, it's not just about our coding teams who are obviously critical, but there is a plethora of multidiscipline capability that goes behind any, any digital solution. And I think having the background that we've got in academia and, and the way people need to work together to, to teach and to learn um, really plays out in the way that we structure our teams and the type of people that, that really work in our environment. My guest is Natalie Gross. She is the Chief Executive Officer of Amaze. Natalie, your program, Amaze Generation, is a study into today's generation of digital natives where you're, you're actually tracking the habits and behaviors of a group of 10 to 15-year-olds over the course of five years to better understand how they're interacting with and being shaped by technology. So can you elaborate on your goals for this program and how do you plan to apply your findings to your work at Amaze around this? Sure. So um, Amaze Gem was really founded by um, or inspired by a series called uh, from the BBC uh, called Seven Up which basically followed um, the lives of people every seven years. It would check in on what's changed in their lives. And um, I, I was really fascinated by that program. And, um, and I thought, well, why don't we do something like that for a maze? Because we can see the changes that are coming in society. And wouldn't it be great if we did a longitudinal study to you know, benchmark every year what's changed in people's lives. And obviously, the, with the way technology is, if you did that study every seven years, that would be unbelievable in terms of the change. So you didn't need to really wait that long for, for a digital study because things were changing so much year on year. So that was the inspiration. And, and partly, again, it's back to our academic background and our, our research rigor is to undertake programs that are fascinating and, and can you know turn up some surprise results and um and, and amaze gen has been fantastic for that and um in terms of application so we, we have a baseline set of questions that we ask every year so we, we can see differences in behaviors and attitudes to certain technologies um you know B bbm was where it was at when we first started this which sounds so archaic now 
Um, so it's nice to see some of those changes. But more specifically, we also go out and ask for about things that we think are quite fascinating and, and relevant to our companies, to the brands um, of the companies that we work with. So, for example, in one of our studies, we, we specifically focused on the notion of ownership. And given that everything that used to be tactile in, in previous generations' lives around things like photography and music and books uh, was becoming digital, how, how did people feel about that? How did young people feel about ownership? And that really gave rise to a whole set of thinking that we're seeing play out now around actually ownership was becoming less of a priority for for our group of digital generation for our amazed generation um so it wasn't it was less about ownership and it was more about access um and which is where we're seeing a lot of stuff around subscription services and changes to the way people are you know buying or renting cars um, obviously what we see with even things like you know ownership of snowboards whatever it is is a real change and we've been able to really apply some of our findings from amazed gen to some of the work that we're doing with our customers on moving from um, outright ownership, and that's not even just physical ownership, that's now digital ownership, to more of a subscription-based model or just thinking differently about the way consumers want to access and be part of or to purchase a product or service. How long ago was it that you launched this program? We're just into our final year now, so we're doing a wrap-up with this particular group um, now and then we're um, recruiting again for our baseline and then we are in discussion about whether we continue with the same group as they go forward now into their sort of uh, higher education or further education and into into the workplace which will be different again for us to study so that's where we are in the program. Natalie what's one area that really surprised you in doing this uh, study the last several years? think that the change in the fickleness of being attached to a particular technology whether that's a you know a, a particular handset or, or a particular social network I think is very interesting because the passion that surrounds um, surrounds that particular technology or social site when they're in it is is fascinating and you think they're never going to leave it it's going to be theirs forever and the next year and certainly the year after that it's like pat yesterday not interested so there's you know i suppose there's um there's such fast change that there is you know a fickleness in behavior and i don't say that in a in a in a derogatory way it's just literally something that you believe you're going to hold dear in one moment is gone in the next you know we we don't usually see that much gender difference but we did see a fair bit in that with with our boys more about caring less i suppose about ownership whereas there was some sentimentality around certain physical objects uh, for the girls in our group there were some nice pieces there as well uh, just even around gender parity that's been an area that you've been very passionate about you've written numerous articles um, in this area especially when it comes to stem EpiServer created the digital 99s as a mean for celebrating women to you know driving change and innovation in tech and marketing and it's no secret that women are underrepresented in digital fields especially in senior leadership roles what do you think we need to do to change this you know since you've been working in this field and knowing that it's a passion of yours as well I always wish there was an easy answer and um, and there never is because I suppose that there's many there's many facets that will make up the answer and um, certainly in terms of the work that I do uh, and, and the work that we do as a company is is that we we try and work at, at different levels to engage people in 
or to engage women in, in, in technology. And I think that that's really important. You can't just do one big PR campaign across the world and everything's better. But certainly that's one area that we do work in terms of PR and role modeling and, and everything where we celebrate women in technology for being great at their jobs as opposed to necessarily focusing on the barriers that they've overcome to do their jobs because that's not necessarily a turn on you know for younger women to actually hear about it's like what we found and what I think is really important is actually focusing on the good things and the positive things and that's what certainly people uh, moving into leadership roles and, and younger women who are entering entering the workplace are really looking for as opposed to I managed to do all of this despite the fact that I didn't have the same opportunities and I managed to do all of this despite the fact that I left and had a family and, and some of the challenging issues that women face and then in terms of entry to technology in terms of a career choice then there are there's some serious deficiencies and I don't think that it's um well, I know it's not unique to the UK in terms of actually how the education system helps and supports women in their career choices and makes technology and digital um, choices actually uh, not just accessible to them, but exciting and motivating. What's really important to Amaze and the work that I do and, and I work um, nationally on, on various different committees, etc., to do that is to make sure that we involve ourselves in local schools, to make sure we involve ourselves in local community, to make sure that we are we participate and have strong messages at a national and government level as well. And also, obviously, the education agenda. I work with a uh, an executive team called BEMA, who are the British uh, digital industry trading body. And um, that's a huge area for us. It's about skills, digital skills, awareness for young people um, coming into the industry. and. I also think what's really interesting in the whole thing, the whole debate about women, and, and I was at a roundtable um, last year on that, is that by making the subject positive and by broadening it out to everybody, not just focusing with a women's ticket, that actually helps to make it more uh, accessible and to introduce a much more diverse community into in, into our industries and to engage in our industries. So um, I think that that's a really important point to make when we are looking at women in technology as well. What is your advice that you'd have for women who are interested in pursuing or furthering their careers in development or creative roles like yours? Finding out about our industry, I think, is one of the biggest challenges. And, you know, you can't really put that responsibility on the individual because they don't know it's there. And that's where schools and career provision and good promotion of our industry by our industry is is really important as well and i also think that one don't think digital and technology is only coding because there are all sorts of roles that support all sorts of mindset but be also open-minded about coding and development because you know it, it, it is absolutely fascinating and i think the other thing that i really see is obviously we talk about tech and digital, but every industry has been and will increasingly be affected by what is happening in digital and technology. So whether you're, a, you know, a pharmacist, you know, or working in manufacturing or whatever it is, is actually understand the changes that are happening and the, the fantastic things that are happening that are being enabled by technology to a specific subject, because that's a different way to get involved. You don't need to just be about technology to actually get involved in it because every single discipline and every subject matter 
you know, has, has a big element of technology and you can guarantee in your career, if you attach yourself to technology, which is at the change side and at the transformational side of any business, then you're going to be very successful in your career if you can really uh, bed yourself down and get yourself involved at, at the sharp end of what is technology and transformation in your business. My last question, Natalie, is this is more of the bigger question, but what would be your message to women around the world? I think basically just be prepared to explore, to really look and don't shut down any opportunities and, and close yourself off to anything because you think that it's not for you, it's not right, you don't recognize yourself in that. What I always say is really understand and hold on to the one or two things that you think you're better at than anybody else. And if you don't think that, find them um, because that will give you the confidence to go out and be whatever you're going to be, to have the confidence to explore and really don't put barriers and, and, and frames around yourself in terms of what you think you can be because whatever you think you can be, you can guarantee you can be a lot more than that. Natalie Grosh, she is the Chief Executive Officer of Amaze. You can find out more information at amaze.com. Natalie, thank you so much for taking the time to join us for the Digital 99 series. Really fascinating, and I'm just so appreciative of all the incredible work that you're doing. Thanks very much. It's been great speaking to you. I'm your host, Elisa Parker of Digital 99s. Digital 99s is brought to you by EpiServer. EpiServer's Digital Experience Cloud makes it easy for digital marketing and e-commerce teams to transform their businesses. Thanks for listening.